passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Let's talk about the wide receivers, because this is a really fun one. I actually have a little bit of a harder time thinking of a grade for this one, because my gut reaction and my thinking it through reaction are actually very different. Um, initially I was like, oh, well, look at what they did this season. Look at all the young talent, you know, the cap hit is so low and there's so much untapped potential. Like this feels like a natural a, but I actually don't know if I feel that way. The more I talk it through, I I actually would put this more in maybe like the B plus category. And I think it's because there is still a lot of unproven talent, right? I mean, we think that there's still an ascension there for a Christian Watson. We think that Jaden Reed can really become um, potentially like a wide receiver one type guy. You know, you and I have talked a lot about how we think he's going to be the next guy to reach that a thousand yard season. You know, and we look at this roster, there's a ton of depth. Um, there's a lot of guys like Romeo Dobbs, like Bo Melton, like Dontavian Wicks who stepped up a ton this season and, can ground out that room at ride receiver two, three, four, five, et cetera. But I think just because there's still 
unanswered questions about where everyone stands and how they're going to get used. And no one was healthy for full stretches at a time this season that I still put this at maybe the B plus A minus category. Um, the more I think about it. And I also wouldn't be surprised if the Packers brought in more talent, you know, why not bring in some competition? Who knows? Maybe they love a wide receiver in this draft and they take someone. I don't hate that decision for them at all. Like let's continue to surround Jordan love with as much talent as humanly possible. Once again, like I said, they dealt with a lot of injuries in that room this past season. So let's just make sure that they're not, you know, <laughs> going into a game again where they don't have their wide receiver, like one, two, and three once again. So I don't know. What do you think? I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah, going into this, I think a B felt really safe because we've seen historically a lot of Packers receivers have had sophomore slumps. And that's just part of, you know, the learning curve in the NFL. And obviously it didn't happen, you know, for some of these guys like Romeo Dobbs had a really nice sophomore season, but those things happen. And I think, unfortunately, when we talk about like camp battles and position battles, injuries also kind of sort some things out. So you might feel like you have a really loaded room. And then guys are dealing like Christian Watson. Obviously he's hoping to get these hamstrings figured out. sounds like he's going to specialist after specialist this off season to work on that. But that is a concern that you have. And at one, at some point, you know, the Packers need to make sure that they have guys, like you said, that can get on the field and stay on the field. And that's not a knock against Christian Watson. We obviously know that he wants to be on the field more than anything, but when guys have these injuries, it does make it, harder to kind of know what you have in the room. So I think obviously, yes, Jaden Reed is going to be a stud. Dontavian Wicks really ascending. There's a lot of players to be really excited about, but I agree with you that I it wouldn't really surprise me at all if we see one of these day two picks going to a wide receiver, especially if there's somebody that the Packers really fall in love with, or maybe like a different style of wide receiver that we don't necessarily see in the room yet. So yeah. I think the talent is there and the arrow is pointing up, but I also you know, to your point about missing wide receiver one, two, three, think there's a world where they're an injury injury away from feeling really kind of, you know, low at the position. So I think, I just think about like when Rogers had that whole plethora of wide receivers, they had just won the Super Bowl, and everyone was like that, you know, they're on the cover of sports illustrated and everyone's like, this is the best core in the league. And then what do the Packers do? They go out and draft Randall Cobb. You know, and it's just like you can never have enough riches at a position this important. And I know that's not where this group is by any stretch of the imagination at the moment. So it's not, you know, a apples to apples comparison, but it's where we hope that they're get, getting to. Right. I think it's a fair enough to say, like, they're building up that core, hopefully, to be that version for Jordan Love, which is why I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to add pieces for him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I mean, the Packers historically take swings in multiple rounds and multiple ways. You know, it was 
Equinemia St. Brown and MVS and Jamon Moore three at a time, you know, Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, Grant DeBose, like you're not necessarily expecting all three of them to hit at a time. And potentially mm -hmm. the Packers have done that this time. Like we haven't seen enough of Grant DeBose to really know what his ceiling is, but they think that they found gems in Jaden Reed and Dontavian Wicks and, you know, early results would make you think that, yeah, they probably did. But the Packers have never been one to just kind of like sit on their hands either when they had, you know, a stud offensive line and be like, yeah, let's not take two offensive linemen on day three just to see what happens. Like they're constantly churning out players. And I think for sure we're going to see at least one right wide receiver come off the board in April. And it'll feel weird probably, but I think it could come higher than we expect. That's a very good point about the offensive line room. They're always just like, build it, build it, build it. You can never have enough competition. Yeah. Let's shift then now. we I mean, I think we're in a similar situation here. If we're, we're looking at the tight end group, obviously we know that Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft are the big names. Josiah DeGuar is a free agent. And then Ben Sims, the undrafted free agent, who it seems that they really like. Also a rookie coming into his second year. So that would be three names right off the bat. Potentially four if you look at them bringing Josiah DeGuar back. Tyler Davis is coming back from injury potentially. So kind of a crowded room in like a weird way but mm -hmm. definitely a crowded room in a better sense of the word than what we've seen uh, from the last couple of years. This is probably the most excited you could be about a tight end room for the Packers in a long time. I am really glad you mentioned Tyler Davis because I am looking forward to him coming back. I know he's coming off a, a brutal injury, but I mean, he was their number one special teams guy before he got hurt. I mean, number one, like by a wide margin, um, and was starting to also contribute from a tight end perspective. So he's a piece that, look, you he's not Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft, but like he's a piece that I think that they missed a little bit. And especially in a room where, you know, you're looking at tight end three on an offense that uses two tight ends on almost multiple pl plays on offense all the time. Um, I think he's going to be key. I put tight end also at a solid B. Like, mm -hmm. again, I feel really, really good about where they're at going into this season. Um, I think having Luke and Tucker healthy together is going to be really dangerous and really fun. And I'm sure Matt has a lot of really fun stuff cooked up for them. But again, it's year two tight end is a very difficult position to acclimate to in the NFL. I thought they had wonderful rookie seasons when they were on the field. Um, we'll see how it goes. I do not expect Josiah DeGuara to come back. So it's losing a piece. Um, ben Sims was fine depth piece. Again, Tyler Davis, great special teamer, fine depth piece. Um, could they add a piece this off season? Sure but you know who your two main stars are in this room. And it's just a matter of seeing them like ascend and like take it to the next level this coming season. So yeah. I, feel great. I mean, a B actually sounds worse than what I'm saying. I think that's like a good grade, you know, they're like an 89. Mm -hmm. They're a good solid 88, 89 <laughs> on the, on the report card. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. They're, they're a high B potentially a B plus. And I think, you know, it kind of maybe you give them the nod a little bit because if we're talking about a wide receiver room being an injury away from, you know, not knowing what you have, the tight end room feels a little bit more secure in that, you know, you want to be able to run 
two tight end sets. And we know that's something that Matt LaFleur does frequently, but we got a glimpse at the offense without Luke Musgrave. We got a glimpse in the beginning of the season before Tucker Craft was really utilized much um, at what it looked like without him. So being able to play with one, having, I mean, Ben Sims got a touchdown this year, right? So like having those little pieces, they don't need to contribute a ton, but mm-hmm. they can still make an impact. So when you have two guys that are fully healthy, I just think the depth in the room is maybe a little bit less necessary, but I do think that you have two really, really good ascending tight ends, which gives you kind of the nod maybe into like B plus territory instead of B, like we said, for wide receivers. But I definitely don't think it's a position that they're going to look for in free agency. I would maybe, maybe see them taking a tight end like day three, especially if it was like in the Josiah DeGuara vein of potentially playing fullback or H-back. But yeah, no, I think... I think tight end is pretty set for a long time. Yeah, like I said, they have their stars. They have their two stars. They're going to build around the two of them. And I I agree with you. I mean, these guys, they're going to be focal points of this offense mm-hmm. next season, for sure, as they should be. Um, I, I'm really excited about it. 